Welcome to the Dag Heward Mills podcast. Dag Heward Mills is a healing evangelist, a best-selling author, and a mega church pastor. He's the founder of the United Denominations, originating from the Lighthouse Group of Churches, overseeing over 3,000 churches across every continent of the world. He pastors the First Love Church, a vibrant church in the city of Accra, transforming the lives of thousands of young people for the Lord. Now listen to Dag Heward Mills. Hallelujah. Let us pray. Father, we thank you for today and the opportunity that we have to receive your word. We ask you to speak to our hearts and let your will be done in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. You may be seated. All right. It's exciting to be here today. And um, I stayed in Kolebu for many years, so. (laughs) It's a blessing to be back here. Today, my my message is from 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 16. And I want you to just listen carefully to what I'm sharing. Right? 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 16. And I believe that if you are here this morning, it is because the Holy Spirit wants you to be here. And you are going to learn, not just learn, but become a doer of something very important. For your life. Do you believe? So the title of my message. Is quench not the spirit. Quench not the spirit. Can somebody turn off this light? This light. We have a lot of light. So we don't need this light now. Great. Hallelujah. Quench not the spirit. How many have quenched the spirit before? Where did you see the spirit to quench him? Where did you quench him? Or you just raise your hand because you feel that if there is a sin, you must be, that means you are one. No, not necessarily. Where did you see the spirit to quench him? How how do you quench the spirit? How do you quench the spirit? With water? No. I'm going to show you nine ways you can quench the spirit. Yeah. Do you want to know those nine ways? Okay. Now, very dangerous to quench the spirit. Because when you quench the spirit, you can have, uh, what do you call it? Death. It's it's one of the... um, Is that another church nearby? Okay. If you 
if you um, quench the spirit, you can easily die from having quenched the spirit. One of the very dangerous things to do is to quench the spirit. Like, shh. Quiet. Shut up. Away. Okay? So the Bible says, quench not the spirit. Okay? Now, not in the church. I'm talking about you. Don't quench the spirit in your life. Okay? So when the Holy Spirit is moving in your life, don't quench the spirit. Okay? So nine ways you can quench the spirit. Turn to 1 Corinthians chapter 12. Now, the, the way you can quench the spirit since he is invisible is that when he is manifesting himself, you, 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 you um, shut him out. So, if let's say, Mark, where's Mark? Come. Let's say Mark gets up and, and just give a little dance here. And I, and I just said, sit down. Alright? I don't, I don't want you to manifest. No. You get it? Ah, he, he's, he's been quenched. And he's been hurt. The Bible says, grieve not the spirit. And he may have a plan against me. From the day that I quenched him. Okay, so now, but as he's here, right, as I'm, as I'm speaking, and Mark is not manifesting, so I can't quench him. You can only quench something that is manifesting, then you quench it. That's what he's, he's being there. He's always here. Holy Spirit is always here. It's not manifesting. But when he starts to manifest himself, that's when you can quench him. So right now, I can't quench Mark. There's nothing to quench. But if he starts manifesting, come manifest. Hey! Go! Stop it. I've quenched him. Stop, stop that. I don't want you to disturb my message. Don't manifest. So the way you quench the spirit is by quenching his manifestations. Do you understand it? Is it easy to understand? Okay. So, chapter 12 of 1 Corinthians and verse 7. It says, but the manifestation of the spirit, all right, is given to every man. Everybody is given a manifestation. So everybody can quench the spirit. That's easy also to understand, isn't it? How many are understanding the logic? It's very easy. Anybody about class 2 or 3 onwards can understand this. Quench not the spirit. Okay? Now, there are different manifestations. Okay, so what is the first one? So the first way 
to, manif- to quench the spirit. I'm giving you nine ways to quench the spirit. Is to quench the manifestation of the word of wisdom. The so one to one is given by the spirit a word of wisdom. The second way is to quench the knowledge, the word of knowledge. And the third way is to quench the faith or the beliefs that God is giving to you. That's the third way. Because the third manifestation is faith. Uh, There are many things you believe. God helps you to believe. Some of you believe that you are called by God. You can quench it. You can quench it. You, You soon start saying you used to believe all those things. You used to believe all those things. And it's because you have quenched the spirit. So after I finish this, I'm going to give you seven effects of quenching the spirit. Are you there? So, you can quench it. Because the third manifestation is faith. To another is giving faith. So sometimes there are things you, you believe. So start believing something. You may ask yourself, where did you... I mean, how come you believe what you believe? How come you have such a, a conviction? It, it's a manifestation of the Holy Spirit. So that when I look back at myself, at the age of 28, eh, I say I'm going abroad to start a church, a branch. When I look back at myself here, this kolibu here, that was my hostel right here. That's my hostel. And there was no lighthouse anywhere. There's no church. And I was a member of, we had something called CMF. Is this, is this still there? Yeah, CMF. As a member of CMF, I preached in CMF many times. One, one time I was preaching there every week. Yeah. Then I told some people, let's go to the beach and pray. So, for God's will to be done. So, at 10 o'clock, we walk from here straight to the beach. Collegono Beach straight. And we cross and climb down to the sea. And walk on the sand, on the sand there, in the sea. There's, there's rocks there. This place has rocks. This side has no rocks, but this side has rocks. There were rocks there. Pray. I said, I, I let them. I said, let's all medical students. I said, let's go. Let's go. We pray. And when, I, when, I, when I look back on Sunday morning, there was, you see how there are churches here? There was nothing like this. We were carrying drums from my room. Organs, drums. All the medicals don't look at us. Uh, who are these? <laughs> who are these? Do you understand? Who are these? What are they? It was the Holy Spirit. I mean, when I, I, mean, when I look back, I just marvel at what I could believe in. Yeah. No approval from any or even encouragement. Oh, what are you talking about? You get it? So, you can quench your... This, this is the third way. The fourth way is to quench healing of the spirit. Healings that come from God. 
if you want to quench the presence of God, as many churches have done, you see that there's no healing. So whenever there's healing, it means that the Holy Spirit is not being quenched. Then, to another is giving miracles. So that's the fifth way you can quench the Spirit. Is by quenching miracles. Now, what is a, what are miracles? A miracle is anything unusual that God, only God could have done. So, people falling down under the power of God, shaking, trembling, screaming, and anything unusual that happens. Okay? Unusual and a little unnatural is miraculous. Because you ask us, what's the difference between Working of miracles and healing. Healing is a specific thing. Because Jesus came healing. It's, it's, a very, it's so special that you put it in the department on its own. That's like children. You see that children are so different that they have been given their own department. They have a children's block. We have four main blocks in Kolebu. Isn't it? And children are, the way they are, you give them a whole block. And then women are also so different, even though it's just the womb that is different. And they, they have been given a whole block. Just for the womb. Six floors of whatever. And extensions. <laughs> is it marvelous and fantastic? <laughs> so that's how healing is. It, although it's also a miracle, it's been given its own block. Yeah, it, it's a special and very important thing to God, healing. But miracles, there are so many miracles that happen. And they are all fantastic financial miracles, unusual blessing, manifestations, strange things. You can't, you can't stay away from God. You can't come to God and not have strange things. So that's why apart from healing the sick, Jesus walked on the water, rebuked the storms, Ten loaves, uh, multiplied food, multiplied wine. I mean, any, something miraculous. It's happening. Yeah. Whatever the needs are. You know, so this is, uh, you know, those who, who say it's not true. No, 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 no. Nobody should fall down. It's all make-believe. You are quenching the spirit. Watch out. Then, another is prophecy. Those who quench, when you quench prophecy, prophetic things, okay, you are quenching the spirit. That's the sixth way to quench the spirit. When you quench, you want to quench the spirit, you quench prophecies. So, there must be prophecies. Pastors must prophesy. Must speak prophetically. And then you must learn to know how it is like when you are prophesying. I have often prophesied during the preaching. I've made many prophecies whilst preaching. You can listen to old messages and you'll realize that I've often prophesied whilst preaching. I've also prophesied when I became concerned 
about things. It's another way that I've noticed that it was actually a prophecy that was coming to me. And then I would speak about what I'm concerned about and continue to speak about it. By looking back, I realized um, that it was they were all prophecies. And then I've also noticed prophesying casually. And I didn't know that if you are concerned about something, it can be a prophecy. But I found in the Bible, the Bible says, And the burden of the Lord came unto Ezekiel. Many times. And the burden of the Lord came unto the prophets. And the burden of the Lord. And the burden of the Not the word of the Lord. The burden of the Lord. The concern and trouble of the Lord. So, you can quench all those things and say that, oh, it's just, you are just thinking too much, you are afraid. But it's, they are very dangerous to quench. So, be careful. And all the prophets, you know, the prophets you see on television, they are all men of God. They are all, God is using all of them. Like everybody, including pastors, evangelists, they also make mistakes. Some of them are so uneducated that they have so much faith and their gift is more, is higher than some of us. They, are, they have, you see, um, knowledge quenches faith. Do you see? Knowledge. When you have a lot of knowledge, you easily don't believe things. You know, like a doctor. If you are a doctor, somebody said, I have a miracle. <laughs> because of what you know. person will say, oh, I'm healed. And you, the doctor, you say, well, are you sure? Yeah. So, the more you know. So, sometimes the less you know, the better. So, it's not good even to be close to somebody. Because sometimes it, it affects your ability to believe. So, you will find out that the less sometimes you know. When, when people knew more about Jesus, they didn't believe in him. So, your father is uh, this one. Okay. And then your mother. And then that girl is your sister. And this one is your sister also. And then, you know, is it not carpentry that you are doing? Okay. And the Bible says he could not do any miracles there. So not, not everybody, some of us are affected more or less. It's like, um, let's say, mosquito bites. Some, some of us, we can be bitten and we'll never get malaria. Yeah. But some people, every three months they get malaria. And you are getting the same level of bites. It, it depends. So in the same way, Knowledge affects different people differently. Some people, when they know something, it really affects them. They can't believe anymore. Such people should never be close to a man of God. You are not, you are not the type who is called to be close. There are some people that are, can be very close. They will know things and see. Like John. John said, that which we have seen, 
Then not only sins that we have looked upon, we look at it very closely and we handled. We are declaring it to you. The Son of God. He must have seen Jesus poo-pooing many, many times. And remember, in those days, WC has not been invented. Yeah. Jesus must have been to the toilet many, many, many times. At least once a day. Yeah. But he, he, he believed in Jesus. And some of us, it's really good we were not born then. Because if we had been born then, we would not have believed at all. I mean, if a, a carpenter comes from Mamprobi or from Banana Inn and says that I'm the son of God. Oh, how? How are you the son of God? I mean, Charlie, I mean, what, what do you mean? You take a dirty slap and then go away. So the less you know, the better. But some people, they, they can have a lot of knowledge, but they still believe. Uh, it, depends on, it depends on how you are. Yeah. So depending on who you are, you don't have to be close, or sometimes you can be close. Do you see? And then, number seven. Descending of spirits. This means to distinguish, to, to sense the presence of spirits. Now, what, what, is part of it includes visions, where you see spirits. And if you are a Christian, the spirit will show you many times. I've discerned spirits many times. Yeah. So, you must, you must, you must grow and you must not quench it. When you sense a bad spirit, when you are listening to music, or you sense the absence of the spirit... And that is, that is what you want to listen to. You are quenching the spirit. Do you understand what I'm saying? You are quenching the spirit. So don't quench the spirit. When the spirit manifests and allows you to discern that this is not the Holy Spirit singing. And you say, oh no, it's Christian. I can hear Jesus. I heard the main name of Jesus and Whatever. So don't quench the spirit. Okay? Don't quench the spirit. Don't quench when he's distinguished. So now you go to a place and you sense there's a, evil spirits are present here. Don't quench it. It's God who is showing you. Very dangerous. Okay? The next one is tongues. Yeah. That's number eight. The eighth way to quench the spirit in your life is to not uh, speak in tongues or to quench tongues. So you don't have much tongues coming out. Many of us here, the tongues have not been flowing. There's nothing like that in your life. Yeah. Few minutes and then, I mean, it's quenched by so many other things. Yeah. So, so you quench the tongues in your life. And then number nine, you quench the interpretation of tongues. You see, now if somebody in speaks and says, 
and then somebody gets up and says the interpretation is Jesus is king, Jesus is lord, Jesus is master. Then another person, how, how, how do you say Jesus is lord? One sentence, the person says, Shut up, Baba, that you said Jesus is king, Jesus is lord, Jesus is master. So many say, ah. You can easily quench it. So the things of the Holy Spirit, they are very, very quenchable. So you quench it when it's manifesting. Okay? Now, this is a very dangerous thing that we are involved in quenching the Spirit. Okay? Now, I want us to go to the very first thing that the Holy Spirit gives us when He manifests in it, which is the most important. I think maybe based on the order in which it has been arranged, we should assume that it is important. Its importance comes in the shown or revealed in the order. Okay? And the order is the first one, which is wisdom. Okay? What is wisdom? Wisdom is God's voice. The Bible says wisdom is profitable to direct. So, you must be careful not to put aside God's wisdom that is directing you. Be very careful. You see? Because sometimes you may want to ask yourself why you may have certain problems in your life. It's because you've set aside the Holy Spirit. So someone say, I don't quench his wisdom. No. If you put aside his wisdom, you are quenching him as the number one. Because the first manifestation of the Spirit is wisdom. The first manifestation, the presence of God in your life, is his guidance for you. And the first way which you quench him is in his guiding you, in his wisdom, his direction. His words, His will, you just quench it. You are walking into great danger for your your whole life. So decide to live your life never quenching the wisdom. And wisdom is from God. Even medical wisdom. You see, all this wisdom that we have in the world. Who do you think gave that wisdom? It's from God. God is God. God is the author of wisdom. And if you set it aside, you will you will you will die. You see, there are many of us would be dead by now if you set aside the wisdom of medical knowledge. You wouldn't even be alive. In fact, you'd have died as a child. Yeah. So medicine, science, the wisdom that leads you to prosper, justice, judgment, equity. Most of the most of the subjects we learn in school are God's wisdom. Yeah. Most most of the things subjects we learn in school. How, how can you know when something is God's wisdom? You see, I'm explaining something that when you set aside, you see, sometimes you see a pastor is very spiritual. But he will set aside medicine. If you like set aside medicine, many pastors, you find yourself dead. It's true. 
in the shortest possible time. Or set aside some of the knowledge, some of the understanding. You, you find yourself poor when you set aside wisdom. You see, because the purpose of wisdom as the cause of riches is clear in the Bible. If I let's look, I like a verse I saw recently. Ezekiel. Go to Ezekiel 28. Have you found Ezekiel? Ezekiel 28. Ezekiel 28, verse number 3. Behold, thou art wiser than Daniel. There is no secret they can hide from thee. With thy wisdom, look at it all. With thy wisdom and thine understanding, thou hast gotten the riches. Ah, that's how you come. Anybody who is rich is wise. Not spiritual, wise. And wisdom comes from the Holy Spirit. Okay? And has gotten, thou hast gotten gold and silver into thy treasures. So wisdom makes people rich. So when, anytime somebody is rich, he's, he's using the wisdom, which also comes from God. And by thy great wisdom and by thy traffic, traffic is a word for trade, thou hast increased thy riches and thine heart is lifted up because of thy riches. So riches are caused directly by wisdom. Anybody who is rich, a person has some wisdom. Oh yeah. And, and worldly people have embraced God's wisdom and they've rejected the fear of God. They've rejected Christ. But they've embraced the wisdom. So, uh, the world, you see, the world has taken possession of all this knowledge as though, that's why we call it secular. But it's actually also spiritual. It's also from God. All this wisdom, it came from where? The Bible says, what hast thou that thou didst not receive? But there are other parts of that wisdom. You can study anatomy, physiology, biochemistry, pharmacology, all this. And then you add to it the fear of God. See? Then it becomes complete. Now, without that, it, is in, it, is, it has, without adding the fear of God component, all secular wisdom has three qualities. And that's how you know that it is, it is not complete. Okay? Do you want to know how to distinguish between to know that that this wisdom is not... So, the people that are teaching us in the classroom, they are teaching us section. Section 1. Incomplete wisdom. That's why a lot of universities are not talking about developing the whole man. So, want to do exercise, sports, this, whatever. Like, they realize that it's incomplete. Like, if you are a girl, you go to school, you can pass this, this, you have whatever... As soon as you finish, no matter who you are, many, most of you want to marry, you want to have children, you want to have a happy home, and you can't cook, you don't know how to behave, you don't smile, you are not pleasant, you are not nice. So you, you have incomplete training. Yeah. And you, you need somebody in your life to tell you to smile. Because people who don't smile don't get beloved. 
Because you're always thinking. Bad thoughts. Smiling makes you 70 times more beautiful than you are. Are you listening? Now, turn to James chapter 3 and look at James chapter 3. So you see that there are a lot of people with very wild prophetic gifts, but they are poor. Because you, they quench the wisdom of the spirit. They, they consider it as nonsense. Uh-huh. Consider it as nonsense. <laughs> but anybody who quenches the spirit will pay for quenching. He will pay the price for quenching. And I'm going to show you the price of quenching. Now listen. Who is a wise man? Verse 13. Endued with knowledge. Let him show out of a good conversation his works with the meekness of wisdom. But if you have bitter envying and strife, glory not and lie not against the truth. This wisdom descendeth not from above. So any idea, whatever it is, can be from above or from below. Okay? Wisdom, <laughs> whether it's medical, spiritual, Every wisdom, okay, science, archaeological, because any subject you learn, okay, once it has even the Bible, if it, you can be taught the Bible, when it doesn't have certain characteristics, it's not from above. A lot of people teach the Bible, but not from above. You see, there are many people who have been to Bible college. After the Bible because they don't believe in God. Anymore, there are many people who went to scripture union in Ghana. There were SU leaders, they were powerful, spiritual, whatever. They went to theological Bible school, and after that, that was the end of them. Yeah, I, I personally don't want to learn about Jesus in a certain way, and I'm going to show you that way is applied to every subject. Every subject is, is, is wisdom from God. Archaeology, philosophy, uh, democracy, political. They are all. If democracy is God's wisdom. Yeah. But you see, if that one also has. As soon as it lacks some certain qualities, it changes. It's now from below. So, Bible can be taught from below. I went to church as a child. I hated church. I turned my face away from church. I, up till today, I struggle to sing hymns. Because I dislike the church so much. From the kind of church that was presented. Today when I hear hymns, I, say, I only think of funerals. Yeah. This all that it reminds me. You hear, it's like as if we are, are we having a funeral. Yeah. It drove me away from God. He didn't drive, draw me to God. It, and when you go to England, many churches are empty. They are driven away all the people. 
All the people have been driven away. So how can we know when something is big? Whatever the subject, it can it usually benefit you. Even art. I mean, if you do art, you, 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 even, you even want a place to be nice. And you see rubbish dumps and confusion. You, you realize that somebody lacks the understanding of art. Yeah. That's why our streets are are beautified with Tigo and Vodafone rather than being beautified by the way the city should be beautified. It's beautified by uh, money-making company, mobile phone companies. And we don't know what to make something beautiful. When I went to Israel, they showed me some trees and they told me the country that they went to get those trees from. They said they got these trees from somewhere in South America. They brought Hundreds and thousands and came to plant them. Yeah, replant them in Israel was a project. Yeah. And they showed me all these trees. They said, All this, you think it's from originally from Israel, but it was a project to plant in Israel. Yeah. So, how can we know when something is not from God? It's not wisdom from us. He said, this wisdom descended, verse 15. This wisdom descended not from above, but is earthly, sensual, and devilish. These are the three, or some of the main characteristics of wisdom that is not from God. Any subject, including the Bible, when it is earthly, you see, if I'm teaching about Jesus from only an earthly point of view, a carpenter, your mother is this, Jewish background, what was happening, historical context, what it meant, how to write, how the written traditions are, whatever, the percentage you're sure that is accurate, the percentage that the Bible may not be. If I start to teach it from an earthly point of view, it's from below. Yeah. And you will lose faith in Jesus Christ. Say, ah, there must be other people. Yeah. There, there are some other people. What about, what about this man? What about that other religious leader? What about this one that millions are following? What about this? It cannot be that this. It cannot be that. And it's the same. It's Bible. So whether it's Bible, whether it's financial, whether it is economic, whether it's medical, everything is a medical. You can have medical. No, there's not, no element of God. So when you find out that, look, you, you will learn that uh, God's hand is what actually can make you live. Uh, yesterday I was watching the news and I saw a footballer who died on the field, 25 years old. Yeah. No, yesterday, just yesterday. Italian football. Yeah. You see him running like that, then he just falls down. Like, nobody's with him. He just falls. Then he struggles. Then he goes down. Then then he just dies on the floor like that. He's dead. 25 years old. And you realize that, you know, even though medically, you should never have such a heart attack at that age. You know? An athlete. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's very fantastic. So, so everything that is only earthly is from below. And then sensual is just the senses, what you can see, 
what you cannot feel. That is where the wisdom ends. There is and devilish that the origin is demonic. The, the inspiration is demonic. You see? So when you have that, you have every wisdom. And most of the world teaches wisdom. The wisdom that God gave. From an earthly point of view. From a sensual point of view. And from a demonic origin. Yeah. But actually it is God's wisdom. Yes. Because it, God is the God. It is God who created all the principles. The principles of physics. The principles of flight. When you look at beds. God has made so many beds. Different ways of flying. Some, some fly by dropping. They just drop off the... They just drop off the branch and then they fly. Others come up vertically. And others take off on a runway. The albatross takes off straight on a runway. He runs like that. He runs like that. Runs, 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 runs. Some, some bears can fly from here to London without stopping. And they, they eat and put on weight. And then they fly from here to London. They will lose all the weight, by the time they get their skinny, they fly non-stop, non-stop flights. Yeah. You see, flying is something was created by God long ago. And when you go to the aviation schools and the places where they, they study beds, yeah, and the landings, different ways of landing. The albatross land is like an accident. Each time it's like a controlled accident. It falls down and falls over. That. Because it's a long distance flying bed. Yeah. Five kilos, you see, it's moving in the air like that. Yeah. So all these, you see, and, and you see many of the people who study the wildlife, a lot of the white people who study the wildlife, and so they don't believe in God. So when they do everything, they'll say, nature, nature did this, uh, uh, history millions of years ago, something, whatever, extinction, this and that, because it's all just from this earth. So I'm saying all this to say, I'm saying all this to say that all that is wisdom. If you put aside medicine, economics, financial principles, you will, and when, when God is giving them to you, you will suffer for it. You will pay the price for quenching the spirit. Yeah. He, you will pay the price for setting aside. And anybody who has even not going to university, you pay a price all your life. All your life, you pay a price for it. Whether you are a Christian or not a Christian, you pay the price. <laughs> it's a very wild thing. Yeah. If you have a high blood pressure and you have to take medicine every day and you, you, put, you set it aside, you set aside that wisdom that has been given to dilate your blood vessels every day for you. Or that will, a medicine that will make you urinate. Extra, so that the, 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 the liquid in you is less. You pay a big price. If you like, set it aside. So we have been setting aside God's wisdom. And we are paying heavily for it. Is it that's why it says, quench not the spirit. You quench wisdom. Then you quench, the next one is knowledge. Knowledge is quenched. Pack out of knowledge no more. That's why when I became a pastor... People were surprised. How can a, a, a doctor be a pastor? You are wasting what? No, not wasting. Because I've added to that knowledge something else spiritual. And I've not just, I believe in medicine, 
But I've not taken medicine only in an earthly or a sensual and a demonic way. But I, I see it as God's grace and God's wisdom. Yeah. My exam results reveal to me a certain IQ that I can use for the work of God. Yeah, that's what my exam results. I have, I have all my exam results from O level, A level, first year, second year to the end of medical school. It reveals a certain IQ. Then it reveals an ability to cross certain hurdles. That reveals to me some of my gifts that I'm supposed to use for God. Yeah. That's what it reveals to me. It has shown me that this is what I am. Yeah. Uh, I'm not just taking everything in an earthly, you see, everything that you just earthly, you don't ever think of the God aspect, the God element. Everything is just earth progression. You know, there's no God aspect, there's no God element in anything. That's when it's demonic. And that is when it comes evil. And most of the people who have brought up all these subjects and have taught and taught and taught, they have taught them without, there's no God aspect. Because when we are studying medicine, we should have, before we study anatomy, we should have knelt down in front of the dead bodies and said that, God who created these nerves and blood vessels that are passing, identical, I mean the same everywhere, we should have knelt down and said, glory be to God. Now let's start our dissection. Yeah. No, we don't. We don't give glory to God. We don't give glory to God at all. Yeah. When you when you do physiology and you see how I mean you think about it, why is your heart beating? When you are born, it starts like 120 times a minute, then gradually reduces about 80 then it's always never tired you think about if you like move your leg like this how many times you see that by the time you've done 20 you are tired and the, and the heart is doing like this 80 regular since you were born it will never stop sometimes 80 years old 90 is going boom 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 special the muscle is so special wow so you should have knelt down and said, God, glory be to God. But then, because it's being taught by earthly men, sensual and demonic, they never give glory to the, to the one who, when they discover a medicine that can do this, they don't give glory to God. So then, because they're presenting, we always call it secular wisdom. It's actually God's knowledge. You see? And so, you as a Christian must not quench it in your life. Yeah, you must not quench it in your life. Economic principles, knowledge. You must not, if you quench it, you are doomed. Very dangerous. So, if you are being educated, don't be angry with yourself. Don't think you are wasting your time. It is good that you should be educated. Because setting it aside is also very dangerous for your future. Education is very important. You pay for it. The third one is faith. The spirit makes you believe. So when you quench that one, do you get it? You are walking into dangerous waters. What do you believe? You believe you are called. Then let it always be alive in you. Follow it. If you don't follow it, you are quenching the spirit. For which you should expect to die soon. 
quenching the spirit is a dangerous thing. Whoever you are. It's not something pastors do. It's something everybody does. Because everybody has a manifestation. And that manifestation of belief. Wow. When I look at my life, I say, how do I believe all these things? Where do I, where do I get them? Because it's not natural. Because I'm always afraid. You see, as you see me moving, sometimes I'm afraid. Yeah. See, one day I, was, I got on a flight. And somebody came and saw me. Ah! When I saw you, I was so happy. I knew that this flight is safe to Accra. But the person didn't know that I myself was praying. Hey, Lord, save me. (laughs) Amen. So you see, it is God who makes you believe certain things. Even the fact that you like the church. There are are different churches, there are different pastors. Somebody is preaching over there in a different way. I'm standing here talking to you. Somebody look at me once and say, Is this preaching? It's not preaching. It's not preaching. preaching. It's not preaching. (laughs) But you have faith. So don't, don't let the devil quench it. And don't quench it yourself. Let it always be alive in you. That's why I always want the people that are singing to sing certain songs. When you, when you sing certain songs, your faith will be quenched. Your spirituality will be quenched. So many things of the spirit will be quenched in your life. It's true. You must be careful of the songs you sing. Very, very careful. Yeah, what you like. Not even what you sing, you like. You must not like. You see, when you, when you say, oh, I'm singing it because they say I should sing. But I don't really, if I have to choose, I'll sing something else. Uh-huh. So, I want you to be careful of quenching the spirit. And the next way to quench the spirit is um, to quench your Healing. Amen. If I quench healing, I would not be having crusades. It's where I preach many times. It's only the miracles that, miracles of healing, that give us access. So many Muslims love me. They want me to pray for them. So many. Yeah. So many. Most of the people I pray for are Muslims. Yeah. They really, really, really love the ministry. And they want it. It's amazing. Yeah. More Muslims. And you see, if when the Holy Spirit told me, I, I remember I was in France. I was lying in a bed. The Holy Spirit said, Look, I've given you a ministry of healing from today. You know, I was I was there. Something was saying to me that oh, it's an imagination. You, you, want, you want to be like You want to be like Benihim So you are imagining uh-huh. <laughs> If I have quenched it I will not have healing Jesus crusade I cannot have it 
Because it may look natural or easy, but it's not as simple as all that. Yeah. It's not easy to convert a teaching session into a miracle session. Yeah. <laughs> Are you listening? Had I quenched, I'd have quenched all my ministry. The whole segment of my ministry is finished. The whole segment of my international ministry changed. The whole nature of what I'm doing would have been different. So be careful. The next one is miracles. God is a miracle working God. You should expect unusual help. You should expect the intervention of angels. Recently the Lord has made me very conscious of angels. Yeah. And I'm conscious of their presence. Sometimes more or less. I remember one day I was in Scotland. And an angel came to me in, in the room. That was the very first time I went there. I was staying in somebody's house. When I woke up in the morning, I knew there was an angel and I knew where he was standing in the room. Yeah. And he told me something unusual. You see, you, I did I physically see? No, I didn't even see the angel. I didn't see the angel. I knew he was there. And he said, it just comes to me now because I can't, I can't forget it. And what he said to me, Something strange. Yeah. <laughs> One time I saw an angel sitting by me. I was flying in business class. And he was sitting by me on my, on my left. Wearing blue. I remember when I look at this guy with the blue. That was the color. Are you Anasha? What are you? And why do you stand? Cameraman. Okay. Yeah. So you 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 gotta you gotta believe yeah in miracles. Don't quench it all. Don't everything you make is all superstition. Oh everything this it's coincidence. It's coincidence. Be more spiritual than this coincidence superstition person. Be believe. As I'm here and I'm speaking, maybe must believe that hey, well, God sent me to come and say something to you. Believe something. God says, oh, it's coincidence. It just happened that I was in town and oh. Are you listening? Amen. The next one is prophecy. When you when you when you hear a prophecy, uh Believe. One of the first prophecies that I believe was by a a brother. His name is Paddy. He came to me when I was in Achimota school and he said, I've seen a vision of you. I said, really? He said, yeah. What is the vision? He said, I saw you holding a torch. Going into Achimota school and holding a torch. A lot of people were following you. Yeah. I said, really? You put it in the wardrobe. Close the door. Keep it there. That's what Uncle James told me. Later on, you bring it out. You see that it's happening or it's not happening. Don't quench the spirit. Somebody may say to you, this, (laughs) as if it's a joke. (laughs) Then, you should not be around me. Hello? 
Many things, they look like jokes, but we are serious. I'm, I'm a very serious person. You may be laughing, but I'm, I'm very serious. Yeah. yeah. I must be serious. I must be serious. I couldn't be doing what I'm doing if I'm not serious. Do you think I'm just joking and laughing? Everything's just laughing and joking. I'm just fooling. Every day I'm just fooling. No, I'm serious. Yeah. One brother, he was not used to me. He came to sit in my office. He's a lawyer. Yeah, he employs a lot of people. As we were sitting there then, before he left, he said, there is something about you. I said, what? He said, the way you sit in your chair, casually, is very deceptive. That's what he said to me. It's very deceptive. It's as if you are not doing anything, but you are very serious. That's what he told me. He said, as if you are just, I mean, casually, you are not doing, but you are, you are working, you are doing so many things. So, don't expect God to speak in a particular way. This is what happened with uh, Naaman the Syrian. He said, he taught the prophet to come, strike his part, shout, scream, sweat. White piece with sweat, hold a white tower. Then yes, know that this is the servant of God. This is a, it may not come that way. When Jesus rose from the dead, he walked with two men on the road to Emmaus. Bible says they did not recognize him. Why? And the King James says, because he appeared to them in another form. When God appears to you in another form, you must be able to recognize him. Amen. So don't quench the spirit. Amen. Wow. Don't quench the discerning of spirits. When you sense there is a spirit there, don't quench it. One day I was in Germany and I was in a room and I, I laid down on my bed. I got to the hotel. When I closed my eyes, suddenly the ceiling disappeared. And there I saw like black insects, like, like let's say like huge beetles. They were all flying above. And I said, what is that? And then suddenly the ceiling closed back. And there were no more there. And I got up and realized there were a lot of demons. In, the, in fact, because of that, you see, the physical manifestation, I couldn't sleep in the room. I couldn't rest. The, it was winter time. The heating was not working. Nothing was working. It was very complex. But you see, the spiritual, it was just like, open like that. But you see, some of you, if you have this, some of you say, I think I was dreaming. I, I think I was Daydreaming. Diverse times, tight kinds of tongues. Don't quench tongues. Amen. Let it flow. Speaking tongues every day for one hour. Shenala makabanda mamanda baba. Telala mamanda baba baba. And the interpretation of these tongues, and God is going to bless you. Finally, as we close, let us look at the effect of quenching the spirit. To quench the spirit. Is to quench. The first one is what? Huh? Yeah. 
when the wisdom comes, no. The knowledge comes, no. the beliefs come, you set it aside. Effect. Number one. Proverbs chapter one. Verse 24. Because I have called and you refused. (laughs) This wisdom. If you read verse 20, it says, Wisdom crieth out, she uttereth her voice. Verse 24. Because I have called eh? and you refused. You quenched me. I stretched out my hand. And no man regarded. Huh? Stretch out your hand to me. Suppose, it, suppose I'm coming and you, you stretch out your hand. Stretch out your hand. And I just... Come, come to me to shake my hand. No, 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 no. It's okay. It's okay, it's okay. Yeah. I stretch out my hand. No man regarded. That's easy. He, you agree? He's quenched totally. Okay, sit down. And you are set at not all my counsel. Verse 23, 25. You set at not all, all my advice. All the knowledge, all the wisdom, all the counsel, everything. Which were all, not knowing they were all manifestations of the Spirit. Not knowing that it was all manifestations of the Spirit. I will also laugh at your calamity. So expect calamities. And expect them to laughter. So, calamities. Yeah, because think about it. If you are supposed to take medicine every day, you don't take medicine. And the advice and advice and advice, take it. You don't take it. You should expect calamity. And he says, I was calling you. You didn't listen to what I'm saying. So, I'll laugh at your calamity. So your whole life, I'm telling you, is going to be blessed when you follow him. Follow Jesus. Follow his wisdom. Then he says, I will mock when your fear cometh. So fear, expect fear, 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 frightening things. So fear, calamity, and your destruction will come as a whirlwind. So expect destruction from quenching the spirit. And despite a whirlwind, those of you who have been called into the ministry, God has sent you, God has spoken to you, and it's a belief the Spirit has put on you and has stretched out His hand to call you out of all the doctors, all the medicals, all the nurses, stretch out His hand and call you, and you just, you just put it aside, you just quench it, you just quench it, don't regard it, you just put it down. This is what you should expect, because you quenched Him in your life. Mercy. 
I'm so scared at what I'm preaching. When distress and anguish come, so the next thing must say distress and anguish. How many do you have now? Seven. The next one, lack of answers of prayer. They shall call on me, but I will not answer. For you set aside with some, you see, even financial wisdom. Maybe you hear, build a house, do this, you set it aside. You see, then you should expect distress, anguish, fear, distraction, calamity. They shall seek me early and no answers to say as if God doesn't answer prayers. Why? Verse 29. For that they hated knowledge. Remember the second manifestation was knowledge. And they hated it. Shut up! Holy Spirit, shut up! Holy Spirit, shut up! Holy Spirit, shut up! Holy Spirit, be quiet! Holy Spirit, come quiet! Don't say that thing again! I'm tired of hearing those things. I'm allergic to it. They hated knowledge. And did not choose the fear of the Lord. Because they're always with the Holy Spirit, wisdom, the seven spirits of God, wisdom, power, understanding, counsel, and the fear of the Lord. Oh, you see, it's the fear of the Lord that adds to the science, medicine, law, this, this, with the fear of the, that's what makes it complete. Mm. That's what makes it wisdom that comes from above. It's only then that it's wisdom that comes from above. They did not choose the fear of the Lord. They would not have none of my counsel. Remember what the Bible says, and I'll send you another counselor. As for the Holy Spirit, number one, when you see there's somebody who has the Holy Spirit, number one is wisdom. Always. Before this miracle, this number one is giving some way of thinking. Guidance. First thing the Holy Spirit gives to you. That's why I wrote the book, How You Can Be the Perfect Will of God. First thing the Holy Spirit is bringing is guiding, guiding, showing direction. You don't like it. They would have none of my counsel. They despise all my proof. Verse 31. Therefore they shall eat their fruit of their own ways. In fact, a a wild (laughs) one. <laughs> you quench the spirit, shall eat the food, and they shall be filled with their own devices. So people spend the rest of their life maneuvering out of their own ways and their own devices, which they have put themselves into. When God had given them wisdom, and they will not follow that wisdom, they spend the rest of their life maneuvering out of the fruit of their own ways. That's why it's good to obey God when you are young. Somebody said, life is full of young people. It is a good thing. And we should be young. We should be young. We should be young. It is young people who need wisdom. Because when you are old, you are, you're the fruit of your own ways are with you already. You cannot use the wisdom that we are preaching about. Because it's too late. It's good that you are easily impressed. 
For the turning away of the simple shall slay them. Simple means not having parts. There are no, no departments in your life. You see, you must have department, finance, economic, medical, spiritual, biblical, this, all those things. So the te- simple people, the turning away, people turn away. So, oh, this financial part. No, no. It's a spirit. The spirit is moving. The spirit is moving. So they turn away. The Bible says they're turning away of a simple, a person who doesn't want sections. Because as I'm preaching, there are sections to what I'm preaching. There's financial aspect, economic aspect, medical aspect, this aspect, archaeological, academic, historical. There's so many things go into us being here as a church. It's not just get up and then you say, the spirit is moving. The spirit is just section one. One day there was a certain church and then there's some people in the church. Give me that book here. They were having a, no, this one, this one, the white one, yeah. They were having a meeting. All the pastors, they came together and then there was some confusion. I don't know whether their leader had died or there was whatever. So they brought the constitution. Hey! When the pastors look at it, they say, what? A church is not governed by a paper. It's governed by the Holy Spirit. Put aside that paper. They say, take that paper. Take your paper back. It's the Spirit. <laughs> Come and see confusion. Hey. <laughs> you see, the Bible says, the turning away of the simple shall sleep. Simple people, they don't like, there's another aspect. But after you've preached, maybe there's exercise. Or after you do, there's the way you eat. Or after there's the, no, 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 no. Or to financially be okay, there must be this aspect or that aspect. Or do this or do that. No, 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 no. Only one thing. Read your Bible and pray. That's all. Section 1, Department 1. The turning away of the simple shall slay them. You turn away from the knowledge. You turn away from the wisdom. Huh? And you threw it all away. So that's why even as you are being sent as a missionary, or you are being sent to go somewhere, you may be confused. Ah, so what are all my learning? What are, no, it's one of the departments. It's, uh, yeah, it's one of the departments. It's one of the departments you are supposed to have in your head. It's one of the things you are going to use. It's not a mistake. It's a necessary component. Yeah. No, it's not a mistake at all. It's necessary. I, I have never regretted one minute going to the medical school. That I'm called. If I was to go back, I would go to the medical school again. Because I consider it as an important department. This is when you are similar. Oh, but if you God has called, you should have just taken it in the beginning. God has called me, I'm going. No, it's part of the calling. To learn, to be trained, to be disciplined, to stay in this school for seven years. By the time you come, all your friends are gone. Because they finished their course after three years and they, they went somewhere. To see death, to see sickness, to see disease, to see life. Hey, it's a major training. I'm always grateful. That's why I have the Bishop Dag. He was most prized for best student in pathology. My contribution back to the school. Hey. What a shock. And a shock. And another shock. And another, and another shock. And another, and another shock. 
Hallelujah. So don't turn away, Mr. Simple. Mrs. Simple. If you want to be happy in marriage, it's not only cooking food. That's only one department. Anything that has only one department is simple. And simple people turn away from complex things. It's when you say a simple equation. It's like two plus four is six. It's a simple. But there are complicated two X over Y times divide the X divided by four over two thousand times infinity. There is nothing simple. All those who want to have only one department. So ask for me, I'm a wife, I'm a food specialist. What about the other departments? Eh? What about the smiling department? What about the talking department? What about the sex department? What a shock, 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 what a shock. Don't be simple. Everything you want there to be only one aspect. Yeah, you want one thing. How many exams have you done? There was only one question. And when you do physics, you see there's nuclear, there's light, there's heat, there's uh, electricity. There's so many departments. There's nothing like one department. I said, no, I want only light. I want only light. The turning away of the simple shall destroy him. Yeah. You can't serve God in a simple way. There are many aspects to your serving God. So I'm glad you have gone to school. You will definitely need that department in your life. Yeah, it will help you and God. But you see, when you use only that, then it becomes at least only at <laughs> sensual, devilish, demonic. And you see that it destroys you. Your knowledge that you have is what has spoiled your life. Because you, you took it as the only thing. But there is more to your life than the school that you have been to. I would not like my daughter to just go to school. I would like her to know how to cook, how to behave in a certain way, and so on. It's not this only one. My wife told me, said her father always used to blast them and say, smile. He said, he, said he told her that a lady must smile. All their daughters said the lady must smile. That is why his daughters did not struggle to get married. Yeah. Because they smile. And just and cooking. Oh, some of you right now. If you somebody marries you, see that he will be hungry beer for the rest of his life. He has married a desert. Oh, what a shock! 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 And an aftershock. Stand to your feet, everybody. are going to quench the spirit no don't be simple don't quench quench wisdom 
Don't quench knowledge. Don't quench your beliefs and your faith. Don't quench prophecies. Don't quench healings. Don't quench the miraculous. Don't quench prophetic things. Don't quench tongues. Let it flow. Let, let it be around you. Don't, don't quench it. And God is going to bless you greatly. Lift your hands and thank God for His Holy Spirit. Father, thank you for the Spirit. Holy Spirit. Flow, pray, pray to God. Jesus. Heavenly Father, thank you for the blessing of your holy word today. May we not set aside the wisdom that you present us with for our lives. May we follow it. May we not quench the knowledge that you allow us. We, we receive all kinds of knowledge now, Lord, because we realize that it's from you. You are the creator of all the principles. The principles by which this world is run. Principles of physics, chemistry, biology, science, 
economics, of justice, of judgment, of equity. We receive them, Lord. We thank you. Give us the wisdom. Cause us to be filled with this wisdom. That, Lord, we may accept these things and not suffer for the lack of them. We give you praise. We give you glory. And I pray for all those here that are standing, that are called by you, Lord. That they will not set aside their beliefs, their faith. What you have put in their hearts so much as young people. That they will not put aside the beliefs that they have in you. And the wisdom they have from you. The knowledge they have from you. Thank you for your great blessing. Your great wisdom that you give and bless us with today. Lay hands on your head right now. Father, I pray for wisdom. Lord, forgive us for quenching your spirit many times. We are sorry. Lord, we ask that you give us another word of wisdom. And guide us again. Speak to us again. Fill us with your spirit again. Speak again, Lord, we beg you. Help us never to quench it. Or quench you in our lives. Thank you. We receive it. We receive it. Just say thank you to the Lord for new, new and fresh guidance of wisdom for your life from today. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Amen. As every head is bowed and every eye closed for one moment. If you are here this morning, maybe somebody invited you to church. But you are not a born again Christian. The Bible says, unless a man is born again, he cannot go to heaven. If you are here and you want to give your life to Jesus Christ. You want to be born again. You cannot just attend church and be religious. You must be born again. We have all done that before. But Jesus said, unless a man is born again, he cannot go to heaven. No matter who you are. And today I want to give you an opportunity to be born again. Say, what does it mean to be born again? It means to give your life to Jesus. From a particular, you, you cannot become a Christian by birth or by osmosis. You must choose. And you must decide. The Bible says, choose you this day whom you will serve. It's a choice that you make. Today, as you stand here, if you want to say, Jesus, I choose you. Today, I want to give my life to you. You want me to pray with you to help you to know God today. If you are here like that, wherever you are standing, just stand there. But lift your right hand and I want to pray with you. God bless you. Lift it up high. Pastor, I want to give my life to Jesus. I want to be born again. Lift up your right hand. Just your right hand. Thank you. Thank you. God bless you. God bless you. Now, if you have lifted your right hand, I want you to come to me in the front. Come walk towards me in the front here. I want to pray with you. Come, stand here. God bless you. Come, if, if you lifted your hand, or you are about to lift your hand, you didn't lift your hand. Come, it's very important. Quickly, I surrender all to Jesus. My blessed Savior, I surrender. My friend, just close your eyes and lift your hands up. And everybody lift your hand up, close your eyes. Everybody close your eyes. Now say, whatever I pray, pray it after me. Say, Jesus, thank you for today. 
Please forgive me for all my sins. Today, I come to you just as I am. Please have mercy on me. Please cleanse me from all my wicked ways. From today, from today, I give my heart to you. I give my life to you. I give my all to you. Please wash me. Please wash away my sins with the blood of Jesus. Thank you, Lord, for saving me today. Please write my name in the book of life. I love you. Jesus, I love you. Now say after me, Satan, listen to me from today. I will not follow you again. I will follow Jesus and I will serve Jesus. Say thank you, Jesus, for saving me today. Hallelujah. Amen. God bless you. What's your name? Charles Davidson. You stay here. Calling on God bless you. Who is going to look after Charles Davidson? What is your name? Godwin. God bless you. Go with Brother Godwin. He's going to give you something. Give Charles a mighty clap offering. And you may be seated in the presence of the Lord. God bless you for listening to this message. Visit www.daghewardmills.org today for more audio and video messages, information on upcoming events, and so much more. Make sure you subscribe to this podcast to receive new messages every single day. And remember, God has not given you the spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind.